Hey guys, this is Marlena. Welcome to Avoiding the Crowd. Next up, episode 13. Hi guys, Tina Tassels here. Welcome to a new episode of Avoiding the Crowd. It's uh, episode 13 and I have my co-host Marlena Torres here. Hey everyone. Hi Mar, how you doing? I'm doing just so great today. I'm so excited to talk about this topic. Good. I'm glad. I know because it's like this lingering, annoying monster that seems to ruin everything always. I have a lot to um, say, so let's just try to keep it under three hours. Okay, good. Yeah, I think I think we could do that. I think that would be <laughs> fine. Let's try real hard. Um, what we really should go for is seeing if there's a Guinness Book of World Records for the longest <laughs> podcast in the world and yeah. see if I think we'd be able to do that. So longest, uh, most meandering. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing, let's, but let's can, go for it. We can Just make kidding. it one. We have bullet points. We're all good. We're all yeah. good today. Yeah, organized. Yeah. But um, I guess before we, if we do that, anything anything exciting or new or stressful in quarantine, reading, listening to, watching, eating, avoiding? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm doing a lot of reading, listening, and then trying to avoid at the same time, if that makes sense of, um, news, et cetera. Um, but no, I, I've been having, I've been having fun, not having fun. I've been listening to a lot of stuff. Nice. Um, like podcast stuff or like, yeah, podcast interviews, just that, like re- that yeah. okay. sort of thing. I've been like sharing a little bit of it. I mostly do it via text, but, um, yeah, I'm, got it. I'm, I'm sharing a lot of, uh, I'm listening to a lot of like interviews. Um, Robert Kennedy cool. is doing okay. a lot of stuff like about, um, things going on. He's a really good source. I really like him, but yeah, I'm listening to a lot of stuff and talking about, a lot of stuff and at the same time taking breaks to just enjoy life because I feel like everything's so intense right now um it's very intense very intense yeah and I just yeah I'm just hoping everything is is going to get better and better (laughs) yeah um but yeah I know it's Um, uh I I can't believe this is still going on first of all I know I can't it's really wild um also to think Again, it's like the th- this is going to be in history books. We've lived in. I know. I guess every generation ha- has lives through like yeah. has something, but like we've been through a lot. I feel like our generation, like honestly, from like nine eleven to this, like yeah, what is? It's pretty it's wild. Yeah, it's, it is it's pretty crazy. I can't believe how long ago nine eleven was. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. But yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to take really good care of myself. Like good. immunity, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, no, that's good. I mean, otherwise, like if I don't feel good, I I just can very easily get into a dark place. So, um, Got it. like mentally, yeah, you know, just like yourself. nothing's gonna work out. This is bad news. Oh my god! But um, anyway, oh, how about you? What's yeah. what's going on with you? How <laughs> how's WFH going? Hashtag WFH. Oh yeah that's uh same old everything's still cooking and screaming I'm super busy at my day job which is just crazy and some days it's really stressful and some days I have that this is this is so stupid but I can I feel comfortable saying this here like there's days where I feel like such an ungrateful bitch because I'm like (laughs) 
Why can't, <laughs> like, why can't my job slow down and I get to just like chill in this pandemic? Yeah. Like, that's crossed my mind. Cause I'm like, I feel super stressed out. Like it's good that we're busy. Of course, that's, that's mm-hmm. always good for work and I'm fortunate to be working, but mm-hmm. there are some days that are just so intense that I just want it to all go away. And like, I just want to be like a person that has nothing to do during all this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know, you know a lot of people have said, even teachers um, are saying like, they're working a lot more mm-hmm. from home. Like it's almost yeah, it like, I mean, some people say like they're much more, um, much more productive, you know, working from mm-hmm. home. But um, I guess it depends on, I guess, I guess a lot comes into play, but I just feel like sometimes when you're home, it's like, it's almost like you're on call, you know? Like 24 seven. Um, yeah. There's like, like no separation. Yeah. Yeah. Like my daughter's teacher actually, like she's holding office hours. So she said like, if someone emails her between like 10 AM and three, she'll, she'll reply like right away basically. Right. And I'm like, I totally respect that. You know, like she's home, she's, you know, has a child right. and they're putting time in. It's different. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, I don't expect someone to get back to me right away just because they're working from home. I mean, right. I, I know but, how annoying a lot of people to... are doing. That. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, have those expectations so. or like the language they're using around, like, like saying like somebody doesn't have an excuse because we're all like stuck at home. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, their excuses. It doesn't work for them. They don't need to give you an excuse if they don't agree to something or want to mm-hmm. do something at a certain time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think people have to remind themselves that I don't know where that idea comes from too of like people just should be now available 24 hours a day to us however we need Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and that's so incorrect like even when we're busy it's the same thing I don't care if you're done work at seven it doesn't mean at seven o'clock you're ready for me Mm -hmm. you know like that doesn't it's just so silly but I agree I feel like there's you know, there's some companies out there taking a lot of advantage of people right now, too. And mm-hmm. people are working almost double the time for the same pay, if not less pay, if there was pay mm-hmm. cuts or it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's not how this is supposed to work. Yeah. You know, we're not like in this factory age where we're like, I, I don't know. It's just so it's it is. And again, it's I I have those thoughts and it's in my position, like in my place, I just feel like, oh God, I sound like such an asshole because so many people have like lost their jobs and like wish they had something to be doing. But I'm also like, I'm having personal issues or stressors where I'm like, can I just chill? Like, why does this have to be like this right now? Because it's just, it's a lot. Dealing with the pandemic is a lot. It's very heavy. And then having the stress on top of it, it's just, it's a lot. Especially where you are. Like, I'm very grateful that I'm not in New York City right now. Like, Pennsylvania, our county, you know, we had a lot, have a lot of cases or whatever. Like, we're not, you know, in a free zone. But, like, if I was living Mm -hmm. in New York City, I I feel like it must be really, like, the atmosphere over there just has to be. I mean, it is not normally. It's just more of an intense place anyway. But with everything happening, um, I mean, I I feel like it's got to be harder there for you than it is for those of us and like even just getting outside how do you even get outside like here at least we have a little yard like we have like a trail you know we have stuff I don't know what it's like where you are I know it's definitely harder in the city than yeah I mean I guess it depends where people live I I am lucky like 
where I live is very suburban, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's yeah. lots of people out, but oh, everybody, okay. like most people, I would say, have their masks. Not everybody, because it is still very like blue collar. So, there's some mm-hmm. people that like don't even believe this. So, <laughs> there's yeah. some of those people around here. But overall, it's um, it's pretty good, and we do have really nice streets to walk down. Lots of trees everywhere. A few parks not too far away. So, mm-hmm. I've been taking walks around, which is great. But oh, good. That's all. Yeah, it's it's so important to get outside. I mean, I know like we're supposed to be quarantining, but like it's not good to not get sunlight and fresh air. So I hope everyone's right. doing that. Everyone listening, you know, get some I fresh know. air and sunshine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing spend time with so Mother Earth. I ended up looking up something. So uh, one shitty thing that's happening is I feel like my skin, my acne. My acne has been really bad in quarantine, and that's obviously a mix of stress, Mm. um, lack of sunlight. Like Mm. It's all these things, but I was looking it up, and it said a lot of people are developing adult acne because their lack of um, um, essentially sunlight, but they said UV light specifically, which helps, Mm. I guess, like regulate the oils and shit in our skin, but... Mm. now with stress and overproducing oil and all that there's there, there's like an uptick in adult acne wow how interesting i know is that yeah my i'm like ready to rip my face off my skin has been so oh. so bad yeah can you I, sun like do you have space where you can just get some sun not like uh yeah like i can just go outside on my yeah. on my sidewalk not not in my apartment and i don't get yeah. like any I don't get direct sunlight into any mm-hmm. of my windows. So I can't just like be a cat uh, in the window, unfortunately. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> I always yeah. want to be a cat in a window. I know. That's the dream. Jeez, it, it is. Yeah. And I'm going to use the cat life as a segue into our topic. Perfect. <laughs> I know. Let's go. Jesus. It is All 10 right. minutes in. <laughs> oh, no. I don't now even know even... started. I know. Jesus. Well, anyway. I mean, this is God. something that's going to keep coming up. So although we're devoting an episode to it, like it's something we sort of come back to without even saying the term, mm-hmm. almost like in every episode, but it's this idea of imposter syndrome. And we were actually going to have a guest on that could also speak to this, but we're going to bring her back for a different episode. But I thought it was interesting, especially it, it would it's for us because we have decided that there are things in our life that we do, we share publicly, mm-hmm. which in itself is already a something I'm like trying to figure out the right way to say it, but that itself is already this sort of tick of bravery and this like, there's mm-hmm. something when people are public about their careers or what they do is very public facing. It's interesting to wonder like why, why do they want to be public about it? Like what inside Mm -hmm. is like, like compels us to want to share. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what I struggle with, I'll start, I'll start that way is like, when you do something publicly, you're like, why me? Why do I think I'm Mm -hmm. funny enough to do this? Why do I think I'm smart enough to do this? Why do I think I've studied enough nutrition without being Mm -hmm. a scientist to do this? Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, usually, you know, imposter syndrome can be very crippling. It's, uh, it's very like fear based. It's something I struggle with regularly a lot in my professional life, more so than I think that my public 
interests or like my um mm. not public interest my personal interests like doing burlesque mm. or hosting shows that mm. comes much easier to me than in my professional life i don't have the same confidence in my in my real life mm-hmm. which is weird yeah that's interesting i don't get it and it also yeah. could be just like what you it could be all feel- layers for me but <laughs> Do you feel like that that could be part of why you are working so much? Like you feel like your job kind of takes over your life because you're constantly like, I don't know if trying to prove yourself is the right way to say it, but it's like. Well, no, that's a good question. Do you get what I'm saying? I know exactly what, like, am I trying to compensate to like prove that? But yeah. I'm not because that's like, something I should I be so of. grateful for this job because I'm actually not good enough for it. Like, is right. that what you're thinking? Where it's like, it's weird because I don't think that way. I'm actually at this point where I'm like, why don't I think I can get the jobs I want? Because the yeah. second I'm around it, like we talked about this, I always take these like administrative jobs that mm-hmm. um, that are like, um, they're sort of around the ultimate jobs that I would prefer to have, or it's like, it's the assistant to the creative person Job that's that, you, that yeah. you want to actually be. Right. So it's not even that, it's not even that I don't think I can't do it. It's just, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I honestly don't get well, it because is, I keep getting actually, frustrated. I mean, I think maybe you're being, um, I don't know. I think that that's good that you're doing that. Those are the jobs you're in. Like, um, do you know Marie Forleo? She does like, um, she's like a business uh, woman. She teaches classes like B school. Have you heard of B school? I haven't heard of B school, but I have uh, remembered. I feel like you've mentioned her name before. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has a ton. She does like a video every week and it's like designed to help people like, you know, live their dream, have the career of their dream, build their business, whatever. Yeah. But um, she said the whole reason she got into being like working for herself was that she had jobs where like she kind of was like the assistant. She didn't want to be her boss. So she's like, right. I don't want to do what my boss is doing. Why am I doing this? Like I should be working towards something. So she right. she ended up like doing her own thing. But yeah, like the idea that you would be working as an assistant to someone who's doing what you want to do. It's like you're getting there. That's how I would see it. Right. Especially since you have Uranus going through your 10th house right now. <laughs> Wait, You're going to get there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uranus is I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's going through your 10th house. Your current oh. house. We're always talking about this, Tina. Write it down. Got to remember. Um, I know. I just forget yeah. what the houses are. That's what I need. The, yeah, I know. I should just say like the career house, not the 10th house. Because then yeah, you, I really like, just need a list in front of me. Because yeah, I, like okay. so, I like having notes in front of me, so you, you I'm going to get the houses. Yeah, you have Uranus going through your career house, so this is like a time for you to like sort of redefine your career, redefine your legacy, you know? It's yeah. a big trend. It's going on for many years. It's like I seven know. years. I know. So I actually it, keep telling myself that since the first time you told me that. I it doesn't it doesn't mean that. it's going to take you 7 years to get right. where like you want to be but this is like a really defining time for you career wise so the fact that you're yeah. feeling all of this like um sort of like stressed out energy around your career just makes sense it's just going to like propel mm. you forward really 
Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I mean, uh, yeah. then, okay, let's shift a little bit because um, I know I go through this and yeah, more, more in my career life than my actual personal creative things that could also yeah. mean like where my real passion lies or I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I talk about, I think about this every day, but I would like to know, I mean, is this something you deal with? You do you know, what you do, you started to be public facing granted you, I feel like you've been, and I think I brought this up is like, you were a writer since you were a young age and you had a poem published at a young age. So I feel like, did I? Yeah. And I remember it because it was in a frame in your bedroom and you you didn't tell tell anybody, but you said this poem got published. And I was like, what? That was like the coolest thing. But now too, you continue to do these things publicly. And like you said, like you were scared to do videos. Now you do videos, but like, it's scary. Even if you love to do it, you wonder, you're like, why, who do I think I am that my voice and, and face and, and my, my thoughts deserve to be put out there in front of people. It's really weird. I know. I, I mean, I feel like I, I definitely experienced that as well with the, with the nutrition thing, with the astrology thing, Mm -hmm. even with the teacher thing. But for me, it's like, I keep trying to remind myself that everything I'm doing is all the same. Mm -hmm. You know, like I use like writing, like I love to write, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I use it mostly now to write about things that I'm interested in and to like share a message that is important to me or to Mm -hmm. teach about something that I has been valuable for me, like with the astrology or the nutrition. Um, and at the same time, like, I feel like I'm constantly like, especially with all of it, really, I just feel like I'm, I'm not a person for me. The hard thing is that I really tend to be drawn towards people who are like experts in their field. You know, like Mm -hmm. I want to listen to someone who's been at it for like a decade and they cite their sources and they're just like very like, it's their life. It's, It's their, yeah. It's their actual life work. Yeah. And I'm not like that. Like, I mm-hmm. can't do that with one thing. Like, I get really bored and tired. Like, I will literally feel, like, tired of it. Right. And I feel like astrology has been so helpful for me because I've learned to understand why this happens to me. Like, I'm not really meant to do one thing within my career. Like, I can have sort of, like, a common thread, whether it's, like, teaching or writing Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I even kind of realized, like, cause I feel like such a, like, like imposter syndrome with astrology because I, I haven't dedicated my life to astrology. Like right. I'm not taking a new class, a new astrology class every season or even every year. Like mm-hmm. I just learn, I read books and I talk to people and I mm-hmm. learn from talking to people yeah. and just observing what's happening today in astrology and what's going on in the world and how people are fe- like, that's how I do it. Yeah. And it's like, I always feel like there's way better astrologers than me. Like I'm, I'm not so interested in like predicting the future, which is what like everybody kind of wants. Of course. Um, But I'm just, I I find it actually kind of really boring. Like I don't like, I'm just not interested in that. Um, But even like with astrology, it's basically what I did in college studying English. Like I was interpreting stories, like you know, right. like that, that's what studying literature what is. Yeah. yeah. And astrology is the same thing. Like you're interpreting stories, like the, the, the angles and the birth charts, they're just telling stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really the same thing, but it's like, 
I don't know. It's like, I feel like we're always just scared. So we're always talking ourselves out of doing the thing that makes us scared. The thing that like where we're vulnerable, you know, it's like, right. If we put ourselves out there, we could look stupid. Right. Um, we we're we're opening. We're right. All, we're exactly. all wrong. Like that's part of life. Like being like learning. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, and I mean, I even talked about this on the, with the last couple of weeks, um, with the episodes that we did where like, I felt like because I was a nutritionist, I had to be this like, you know, glowing beacon of health, you know, right, like I, that I pressure. It's like, like, you don't count because why it, would I want your advice? Exactly. Like if I have cellulite, no one's going to listen to me. If I get a pimple, right. no one's going to th- like, no one's going to think I'm walking my talk, you know, it's, it's right. ridiculous, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. that's not, I don't think the, the older I get, the more I realize nobody actually wants to hear from those type people anyway, because they're not really relatable and everybody's always learning. Like nobody ever has everything all figured out. Right. Anyway. Yeah. But it's like, you can always help people based on where you're at. Like you only need, to, like your experience is valuable, mm-hmm. you know, and if people, if people, I feel like people want to listen to each other. Like that's how we're kind of, that's how yeah. humans are designed to, we're designed to help each other and learn right. from each other and have conversations with each other. The difference with now versus like, you know, and other times is that everything's online and nobody has time to talk to anyone face to face and it's not even legal. Right. right. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I right. It's, it's not legal, but it's like, right. even back when we didn't have to wear masks and stay six feet or, you know, I guess yeah. it's not a law. These are guidelines, you know, we right. weren't being, um, yeah, like we we're still too busy. So we, you know, instead of talking to my friends about nutrition, I would post recipes and, you know, yeah, and no, I, I also love think that. It's, it, it's just like uh, it's it's like a normal feel thing for people to want to create and share. Yeah, I think it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, I think it is too. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's I agree with you. It's like very natural. I think to mm-hmm. humans, we all want to we we innately want to help one another and keep our society going as a as yeah. a as a whole as a community. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, what's weird is like the internet, it's like two ways of thinking. It's like the internet has made everyone feel like they're a celebrity or like they want to be <laughs> because they want to put it out there. But at the yeah. same time, it's also taken away from some people mm-hmm. that are like, oh, now there's like a million people doing what I want to do. Why do yeah. I think I can join them? It's mm-hmm. almost like working again. It's, it's twofold and it could go either way, depending on the person's like, I mean, like their confidence and their drive and to want to do it because yeah, like you said, it's, it's very vulnerable to be public. So it's like, mm-hmm. what, what gets you to a place where you're like, no, my story is valid and it's important. Even if it, if it affects one person, um, it, yeah. it's important to share, which kind of brings me to another question, which I think I've been asked this before. And I think it's interesting to ask, do you think your an inspiring person? <laughs> oh God. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like it depends. Some days I'm definitely not inspiring at all. I mean, I try to be, but I also like, don't, I don't want to try to be, I just want to like do my thing and share it. But right. I think everybody is everybody. inspiring. Yes. Like, that's everybody. the answer. Of course you yeah, are. Everybody like is. 
Yeah. Like I'm always telling Enrico actually, like I want him to have a podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he kind of does too. Like he would talk about how he wanted to have a YouTube channel. He's probably going to kill me if he didn't. Because he's really like people like he's a very hard worker, but it's not, it's like, it's part of that's just how he was raised. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is like, like he really loves to like work with people and get everyone like, yeah. let's do this. We can do this. We can make this the best. It's like, fulfilling he loves to him. It. Yeah, like, absolutely. He, he gets so much out of it. Like he, like when he's had a day where he's like been efficient and he's done like a great job, you know, like he's done a roof, he's taken pictures with his drone and like sending it to everyone. Yeah. Like people, even when he's he proud of the at, work that him and his team have done. Yeah. And people, I mean, unless like they're just not a good match because he can be really hard on people when he works mm-hmm. with people. Like people love to work with him because he has such like he has such a good attitude about yeah. hard work. Like he never like feels bad about himself mm-hmm. because he has to do this thing or. Right. Um, and he was like that even when like he worked in his dad's restaurant. Like everybody mm-hmm. loved working with him because he just created this great atmosphere. Yeah. It's like super inspiring. That's great. Like, yeah. You could just like talk to people. Like he's been through a lot of really difficult things, you know, throughout mm-hmm. his life. And he's never let it like get in the way of him doing really good work. Right. He doesn't like, use no it as an excuse. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a part it's of his just, story. Yeah. Yeah. It's I and I feel like like that's a really good example. Like he works in construction. He doesn't consider himself like a writer or a communicator like he's very private but he's mm-hmm. still very inspiring just because yeah. of the energy what he brings to he's very authentic his environment I think yeah. that's the biggest thing with with any of this is like anybody whether you're going to be public you know just out there on social media or you're going to keep it to a group where it's only 20 people either way yeah. I think the inspiration comes not on the way you post something, not on whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just as long as you're being your Yourself. true self yeah. and just saying, this is what I'm like. These are the things I experience. Mm-hmm. There's somewhere in the world, at least one other person that d- is going through the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And that is inspiring to people. The biggest to the littlest stories, I think. So if and when you get asked that again for, you know, some um, interview down the line for Astrology World magazine, if that even exists, <laughs> you I say, don't know if it does. yes, you are because I'm you, super inspiring. Yeah. Um, Did you what you work hard? I think you're an example of someone who works hard to to keep doing the things you love and not just getting a job you know like if we're gonna like talk on that that basic level and that's Mm -hmm. not easy to do because it's frustrating you know if you don't get to do the things you do it's just kind of like whatever I'll just take this regular job and just like keep going I don't know this is just life this is the way it's meant to be and then and you just sort of settle for it so I think that's it's brave and it's hard to do so I think it is, um, it's thinking of imposter syndrome is like, we have to remind ourselves that there is somebody out there appreciating Mm -hmm. what you're doing. And then if it's, if it's like a healthy, fulfilling thing for you and Mm -hmm. it's healthy and fulfilling, you know, to people out there, someone out there, then there's no harm to it. And it's important, I think, because it's just community building. Yeah. 
I agree with you. And I feel like exactly what you said, like, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I felt like you kind of like said the cure for imposter syndrome, (laughs) which is like, it's all about like you sharing, like you being yourself, like you being authentic, like you were saying Mm -hmm. Enrico's authentic. So he's inspiring because he's just, this is who he is. This is what he brings Mm -hmm. to situations, whatever, to his work environment, like if you're just being yourself, just sharing yourself as you are, like you're mm-hmm. being inspiring. Yeah. Because there's and definitely somebody out there that wants to be saying or doing the things you're doing and saying, and you're helping them build that inner strength, whether you know it or not. And if you're being authentic, you can't possibly be an imposter. That you're too. only an imposter. You're only an imposter when you're like, I should be posting this. Like for me, it's like I should have like 20 Instagram stories. Like I don't know how the hell people post so many Instagram right. stories. Like, am I supposed to be doing this because I'm on Instagram and I'm like trying to like get more clients or whatever? But it's like I don't want to. I don't even like it. Like it's so right. annoying to me. Um, I know. I mean, I don't it, like posting them. Right. Like I feel like I have these ideas about like if I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. This is what I should be doing. I should be posting yeah. this often. I should be doing this. I should right. be funny. I should be doing more selfies. I don't know. It's right. like half the time I'm in my pajamas. I'm at home. <laughs> Distance learning. Damn, with my that's daughter, nice. You know? Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It's no, it's true because life, that's know? that's part of it too. I agree. It's like we and just like where in my day jobs, like you get this idea in your head of like what or not even idea in your head. It's like what you've seen or heard, depending on the different um, industries you work in or the types of environments you work in, you do start mm-hmm. to feel this weird a pressure of like what the ideal person is like who works in this system. Yeah. And, I, I, got, I felt that too with teaching. Like yeah. even being back like in the, in the school world, these past couple of years, I was working in my daughter's school mm-hmm. and I kept feeling like I, it was really interesting because um, I was working with a teacher, like my first, I, I did several, I had several like roles at the school. Like I was working part-time, but I, I taught in the grade school and mm-hmm. I worked in the early childhood I started as an assistant in the early childhood and the teacher that I was assisting also did. um, She also had her own business that she was not really doing as much now because she's teaching full time. But like she had her own programs where she would like care for children, you know, ages like two to four in her home. Um, She did like life coaching. Like she had this entrepreneurial side. Yeah. So we got along like we like loved each other. Like we became great friends and we would talk about this stuff all the time. And it was helpful for me because I was able to see like, okay, so if I do want to be a teacher, cause I love these Waldorf, mm-hmm. I can see myself doing this, but it's like, I don't want it to be the only thing I'm doing right. at the same time. I understand this is such a huge commitment. Like teaching right. children is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I'm going to do it, I need to be all in. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was kind of hard for me because I saw how the woman I was working with, Like she wasn't able to do stuff for her business the way she wanted to between having children and working full time. So it's like, I had this idea. It's like, I saw that she had this desire and she couldn't go after it like fully. Yeah. Um, But she still was really inspiring because she did her own workshops. Like she would do workshops on the weekend, you know, and they were her own. She tried to find her balance. Yeah. She, she really did. Like she really, like to me, she was super inspiring because 
like it was so funny she did this like uh, a simplicity simplicity parenting workshop and she literally she made these flyers and she hung them up on every child's cubby it was like flyer next to flyer Mm -hmm. for each parent to take home and I'm like I love your marketing strategy you know like this is great you know it's so awesome yeah she's like you know what though she's like I just feel like this is what I have to offer. I want people to know about it. You know, like it was just I so love sincere. that. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. It ended up being like, I, she got a good number of people and mm-hmm. she, like, she really, she even got people from outside of the school, which was awesome. But yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just, to me, it was very inspiring because I feel like, like this idea of like being a teacher, I feel like there's so much around it. Like, you know, they don't make a huge salary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they care so much. It takes so much out of you. It's like all of this. Right. No. So it's like the idea that there are teachers that are like also doing stuff that they love, like making yeah. extra money. That's important. And it's also, it's still tied into what their their career. Like she really loves what she does. Yeah. So I felt like. I don't know. This is really cool. Uh, no, I love stories like that because I think what's hard, honestly, <laughs> yeah. about lots of professions in general, and I and I hate this idea. I just think it's, a box, right? It's so like outdated. Of like, if you have a day job, if you are doing other things in your free time, mm-hmm. if you have free time, it's as if mm-hmm. you. cannot possibly be the best you are at your day job. Otherwise you wouldn't have time to do those other things, which that is such a shitty, it's stupid, like obsessive, like American overwork. I agree. Like it's so old. Like we don't need, like you have to have other things that feed you outside of your job. Like it's insane. I mean, it's one thing if you really love your job, but I still think you need to have, I mean, of course I feel this way because I'm always, I have like too many interests, I feel like, but right. I, I, I feel like even for people who have a very like focused um, mm-hmm. career or like they're very interested in this one thing, whether yeah. it's like the environment or performing or mm-hmm. dance or whatever, um, I still think you need other interests. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's. I agree. And when you said like that, the teacher story specifically is like inspiring. I, I am so with you. I love hearing. It's one thing to meet somebody and like, you know, every industry, but like the entertainment industry is very much um, based on people that, you know, and networking and just mm-hmm. basically knowing everybody in, in by name that you could possibly connect with and work with. Um, Mm -hmm. opportunistic, but masked by the word networking, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But it's um, every time I meet somebody that works in my industry, but also does something else, whether they do a podcast with their friend or every, (laughs) you know, or they go, they're, they're part of like a running group. And every Mm -hmm. Sunday they all do this, like this one thing. And I love hearing those like hearing yeah. stories from those kinds of people because they seem like mm-hmm. su- that makes them more human to me than the other person that's I like, agree. oh my God, I work 24 seven. And that's fine mm-hmm. if that works for you. But I refuse to think it works for anyone, honestly, to have that only one thing going on in your life. Um, it's not healthy. Like that's not. not like, like you want to create a life that's like all about things that you love, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, 
you can't tell me. I feel like the whole like working yourself to death thing is just something we've been told we have to do. Like, I guess we're worthy to feel like we have a sense yeah. of value or purpose. I guess it could go back to the whole, the whole idea of imposter syndrome because it's like we don't feel like we're like what, like we're worthy of enjoying ourselves of having right. Hobbies. Like I remember Enrico used to tell me he. He's like, I don't have hobbies. Like, why don't I have hobbies? I'm like, because you're working all the time. All you right. do is work. Yeah. And because he always felt like he had to prove himself. Like that was, right. I mean, he's, that's part of it. Right. Was part of it. I mean, he's changed a lot since I've met him, but I mean, he used to work like every single day. All the time. You know, and I think, yeah, yeah like I think part of that, like literally seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know. I remember. like that. But, um. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of it's just getting older, but it's like, like he's, it's, he's a type of person because he is so like ambitious and mm-hmm. he had, like he is a business, like he's an entrepreneur. It's like, oh, well, that's just the way he is. But he's so much happier when like today we all went for a bike ride and like we met this person with the French bulldog. And it's like, these are things that he loves. And it's like, he's Aww. so, he's so different. Like just hanging out with this dog and like meeting a new person and going for a bike ride. With yeah. His daughter, you know? It's like, I love that. Um, yeah. Like everybody needs, even like people who are super ambitious and, mm-hmm. you know, have gone like, they're very happy working and they love to work. Right. Um, they, they still need, like, that's part of being a healthy human. I was just going to say like the healthiest people and health <laughs> from like body to yeah. mind emotion, the yeah. healthiest people have diverse interests that they focus on including their day jobs but there's other things in their lives and those people are actually the most effective and they're the better employees they're the they Mm -hmm. better community members like it's Mm -hmm. just it's so silly and and those are still like again it depending on the industry if you have too much going on there is this weird stigma of like, well, you can't possibly be that great at your job because you do those other things too. And that grosses me out. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. I feel like that's just such a way to keep people like feeling oppressed and miserable. Yeah. Um, And I especially think like, I feel like a lot of times like things that come like easy to you, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's another thing Marie Forleo always talks about, um, the business woman, she mm-hmm. does business teaching stuff. Um, she always says like, people tend to think like a lot of times, like the things you do on the side, they, they're, they're not always hard. They can be really easy and like, it's mm-hmm. easy for you. And that's why you do them. That's why you can share them. Right. Like, she says a lot of times people fall into this trap of thinking because it's, it's easy to you or it comes natural. Maybe not easy, but it's natural to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes natural to everybody else. Right. It's like, but no, it, that's why you have this desire to like teach it or share it is mm-hmm. because it comes easy for you. Right. So, and like, you want to help like, other people work with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just like, like for you, I feel like you've always been super funny. Like you've always been a performer, mm-hmm. you know, like you've always made people like laugh. I want to entertain people. people. Yeah, exactly. You've always made people feel good. Like when that, like people love being around you. So the fact that you would do that on the weekend, you know, or like on the side, whatever, from mm-hmm. your day job, that makes sense. Yeah. And it doesn't even like, obviously it takes time and energy away from um, other aspects of your life mm-hmm. because you have to put some energy into it. It's still like, it's still like the best, it's like the best thing you can do for yourself. It's like yeah. this natural gift you have that you need to cultivate a little, Yeah, you know? Cause again, I it mean, makes be me lot- better and happier 
in the bigger picture, which includes the day yeah. job and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you end up being a better employee, so it makes sense. And if you're, you know, your boss thinks that you shouldn't be doing it because it's taking away from your job, that's kind of really short-sighted on, on their oh, part. Of course it's like absurd, but yeah. that's like how they yeah. think, which, which always worries so me about, yeah, like day job stuff. And that's, that's another thing I struggle with, with like this imposter syndrome thing, because I always think, and like you were asking those questions earlier is like, do I tiptoe around the jobs because I don't think I'm worthy of having them? I'm not ready to, mm-hmm. I can't do them. And mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because it's not even about the job because I know I could do the job, but it's mm-hmm. all these other things that I have hobbies outside of work. I do want to be a performer, even if it's part-time, mm-hmm. you know, for now, because it's just something that's important to me. But again, depending on what industry you work in, like, I don't, I don't hide that I'm a burlesque performer, but I also don't talk Mm -hmm. about it to everyone at my day job. Like there's a lot of people because it wouldn't, it wouldn't be accepted. People might think it's cool and funny, but Mm -hmm. it, it would almost like take away from my, um, God, what's the stupid word I'm looking for? Like not my validity in the day job, but my, Mm -hmm. Um, God, I can't think of the stupid word, but it's just because I, I'm not. I can't think of it either. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like I'm not invested, I feel the same way so with it means yeah. It's like it means I can't be well respected, and and yes. I won't go as far because I'm not investing every facet of my life, which mm-hmm. yeah. is hard to deal with because. And I really like an umbrella topic of this whole podcast is like well, how do I just get to exist and do these things that I am good at my day job Mm -hmm. and having that balance. But, and where I feel imposter, like uh, as an imposter, it's like, I, do I feel so entitled as if I can do all these things in my life? Because I think people resent it because they've given up things to, to get where they are and they don't Mm -hmm. like when other people don't. You know, and it's always projecting. I think it's triggering for them. It's triggering for them because like they, I mean, I even feel sometimes bad when I talk about like if I, like my neighbor has three children Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, like it's so nice to have a quiet moment, you know, like Mm -hmm. when when my daughter goes over there (laughs) and it's like, oh God, I only have one child. Like I shouldn't be saying that. And I mean, she doesn't make me feel like, but it's like, I chose to have one child because it's so hard. <laughs> right. It's a <laughs> it personal so choice. Like, yeah. And I have all these other things that I want to do. And I just feel like if I have a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel very good about myself. Yeah. Doing other things, you know, cause I'm going to feel like I'm neglecting them or I'm not going to be. Right. You're not going to feel like a great mom. Yeah. But it is, or even like when I have friends that have more than one kid and it's like, it's, it's hard, you know, like they don't sleep as much. Mm-hmm. They're they, like, their kids are sick and it's like, yeah, I'm just like, God, I feel so bad. And it's like, I feel like I can't complain about anything because I just have one child. Right. Um, but that's not, that not want to complain. No, no, no. You know? But that's but not true. You you're, you're allowed yeah. to have your experience, however it like may be. Moment. And you're allowed to yeah. <laughs> talk about that and share that openly. And it's not, obviously it's not meant to be incentive sensitive, but you know, it's, it wouldn't be fair if you had a friend who has five kids and you have one kid and you're not allowed to have a bad day. That's not how this works. Exactly. 
But yeah. there's a lot of people in the world because all they like to do is bitch and moan about other people is like, they would be like, ew, can you believe what Marlena said to me? And she only has one kid. And it's like, um, Marlena's not the problem. Yeah. You're the fucking problem. Cause you're pissed. You have three kids right now. And you're not going to admit that because it doesn't sound acceptable to be mad at yourself for having those two extra kids. Cause yeah, we know you love them, but it doesn't mean yeah. you want to, you know, don't want to strangle them some days and tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, but that's what it is. It's like, it's constantly, I I, I just feel like I'm not, it's like this existence is so much as like our focus is so much on making other people comfortable that we lose ourselves and then we start to resent everyone. And then we have to like take it back because, Mm -hmm. and then tell ourselves we deserve to be heard and exist how we are choosing to exist if it's not hurting anyone and like our feelings and choices are valid, even if they're Mm -hmm. different from yours and yours might be very much the quote unquote average way to be. But the irony is there's millions of people that aren't the average way. So now what's the average Mm -hmm. way? Like, why are we so stuck on these weird old ways to exist and it's just it's very frustrating and I feel like it feeds into that fear of not being good enough or not being allowed Mm -hmm. to pursue things or like Mm -hmm. it's I think about it all the time like why do I think I deserve more than just a regular day job like I think about that all the time like what am I doing like trying to have the cool dream job and then the cool dream hobby job too. Like how dare I think I can have both of those things in one lifetime and maybe get well, married you, and you have a kid can. one day. Oh my God. Oh yeah. No, it's I crazy. Feel like, I feel like it's like, you know, you can definitely have all that and you should have all of that. Like it might not all happen at once, right? but it's like, I don't know. It's like you have kids, you give up stuff, you know, right. If you don't have kids, then, you know, there's other stuff. You, if you have the career, you have the, like, for me, I feel like the career is just coming later. Right. That's, I mean, there's <laughs> it's not, not happening. Yeah. There's nothing wrong it's with not that. I would, like, I, I, there's so many times I've been like, I probably should have waited. Like we should have waited to have a child, you know, mm-hmm. because I should have had a career first, but I'm just like, whatever. It just, didn't work that way. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like me having a child made me look into all these other things mm-hmm. that are like developed, like moving, um, that I'm kind of like gathering things mm-hmm. that will eventually be a part of my career that I wouldn't have gotten into had I never had a child when I had right. a child, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's something, um, I sh- have you heard of human design? I don't want to get too off topic. This will be really quick. But have you heard of human design? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. No. no. Okay. So, you, okay. It's just something. It's like a way of understanding like people's energy. Mm-hmm. It's, I use it with astrology. I, I don't know too, too much about it. But it's kind of a new thing. And it's it's like you get readings. There are different types. And there's these gates. And it, it's crazy. But it, mm-hmm. it's really good at like understanding your energy similar to astrology. It uses astrology, but it uses other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there are four types. Like there's – I'm a – there's a generator there's generators projectors reflectors and manifesting generators mm. and <laughs> i'm a manifesting generator so man and i'm, I'm wondering if you are too 
You have to be at least a generator or a manifesting How do I find out? I'm going to have to check. Yeah, you got to. I'll, I'll find out. Well, I can tell you or Ooh. I can find out for you since I have your birth info oh, yeah. anyway. But it, it's very helpful. I find it helpful with astro- – like I like combining it with astrology mm-hmm. when I – like a lot of times I'll look up people's like energy type and their – what is it called? Their authority. There's something that – you there's different ways you come to making dis, dis, uh, decisions mm-hmm. based on your authority. Like I am an emotional authority. So for me, I, I have to like ride my emotional waves before I can come to a decision. Mm-hmm. Whereas Enrico, Enrico has a splenic authority. So he'll get kind of just like a hunch, like, like this is what I should do. That's how my and mom then he knows is. right away. Yeah. So it's very different. Yeah. Like, and he's a projector. So he's very much supposed to have this area of ex- expertise and direct people. So we're very different with how huh. like we operate. It's so interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm wondering, I have to look up your type because it will be interesting. But the thing with manifesting generators is they're actually, they actually have a lot of interests and they get into a lot of different things. And they have like the advice that you get as a manifesting generator from like the human design readers is that. You just go with it and it's like, it's all going to come together and just be this very unique thing mm-hmm. that you're going to be like okay. showing people how to do things differently. Yep. So it's like, you're in the middle of this thing and it doesn't make sense. And you feel like you're super energized by all this stuff that you're doing mm-hmm. and you might feel like you're wasting time or you're not being very productive, but you actually are. You just can't quite, it's not a very logical. Right. Sort of you process. can't like pinpoint the process. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel yeah. all every day of my life. So but, go ahead. <laughs> maybe we can talk about your human design. I would love that. In the next episode. Yeah. That's I really mean, interesting. I, definitely not an expert or a reader, but I, the things that I do know, I like to talk about Yeah, because it, it always makes sense with the, with the astrology chart too. So it's fun to sort of like, but I mean, really like as a Leo rising, Leo rising person, you're totally meant to be in the spotlight. Good. Well, like, hurry the fuck like, up. like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think it's about like making space for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is such a common, like mom thing. Like, you know, like take time for your workout, right, have right. like take that time for yourself. Yeah. I feel like it's the same with tending to your interests. Yeah. You know, like for you, it's like doing a show, putting mm-hmm. together a, like a variety show. Yeah. Or like for me, it's writing, it's sending out my newsletter every week, which yeah. I don't always do. But when I do it, I'm like, right, this is good. I'm glad I did this. I feel good about this whenever I do a video. Cause it's like, I'm taking care of this part of myself. Yeah. And when you don't do that, that's when you lose yourself. It's like, oh, I'm just, I'm the woman, I'm the assistant at the job. This is, you know, I'm a yeah. woman or my life is all about my child or right. know, my spouse or keeping the house looking perfect. It's <laughs> like you get, it's like you get all of your, your sense of value from like what you're doing for other people right? or for your job instead of just, you. For yourself. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're bringing this up because I actually, I think we're kind of nearing the end, but I did want us to like talk about like if there's specific tools that you either use consciously or you realize after the fact like that they're so important to you and you actually hit the nail on the head when you said like your newsletter. It's like yeah. there are some weeks where you just can't bring yourself to just get it together and send the damn newsletter. Yeah. But, it just doesn't happen. Right, it just doesn't <laughs> happen. I mean, that's how I am. I, and there are days where I don't think I use it as an excuse because I was going to say that to keep it real, but frankly, I don't think I use that as an excuse, but my day job Mm -hmm. drains me. And I, I, 
and not just drains me physically, but mentally, emotionally, creatively, in like every mm-hmm. possible way that a job can be draining. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like empty sometimes and I don't have the capacity to either rhinestone a dress or come up with new choreography or even just reach yeah. out to a producer or like go to a show because not just the social aspect of it, but like, I'm just too exhausted mm-hmm. to be out. There are all mm-hmm. these things that, that rip me away from all the things, <laughs> sorry, I have hiccups, but they like take <laughs> me away from the things I love to do. And I think that is definitely different than I will say the overall imposter syndrome that's like a part of it but I agree when you get that newsletter out or even like what I should be posting more on social media and it's like there are days I can't even respond to like somebody I don't know a text message or something and and I I feel like each day especially I would say in the past year I've been really trying to be good about that, even as a friend of like not expecting my friends to be available all the time, because I don't want them to, to feel that way about me either. Like we should accept how we all function differently and, and things like that. So that to me is, has been helpful as far as like imposter syndrome is like taking the, the ideal away of like what I should be doing or how it should be done or how I should talk mm-hmm. if I do a live video or how, how I should dress if I'm going to be a burlesque performer or how I should do my hair, taking that all away and constantly reminding myself, I am just one individual that has this thing they love and want to offer and just like making it the Mm -hmm. most basic basic thing like stripping all of those details away I feel like are the only thing that keep me going it's when you just hit like you know when you hit publish on the on the newsletter or email or whatever it is or like even doing this podcast it's like I feel like it's something we had put off for for whatever reasons for so so long and we have our different reasons Mm -hmm. which I feel like the the first episode we touched on but it finally came to this point much like Mm -hmm. your human design is like it it found its perfect time (laughs) to just come Mm -hmm. to life and yeah. now we can sit here and be like, God, why didn't I do this sooner and blah, blah, blah. But it just, we just have to accept that it wasn't meant to happen any sooner than it did. And then, you know, you just, you use it as a positive rather than a negative, another negative to like beat yourself up, you know, over. But yeah. You know, if I like, if I were, um, you know, I would say like going back to what you were saying about how you don't you often just feel like you don't have the energy to like um like rhinestone mm-hmm. an outfit or put together i feel like if if i were you and like keeping in mind i i should take my own advice here right i mean we all could right we all are that I, way i would totally be like this has to be like a sacred thing for you you know yeah. it's like if you were religious it's like i'm going to church every week like i got a i got a rhinestone the outfit you yeah know, like have to no something. you're right like what it does I mean that's advice I would give too. set time away and schedule it and hold yourself accountable because it's 
And even just like it's creating good boundaries for you. with all the stuff that sucks you dry. Yeah. You know, like, okay, work is done right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it works for you with your job, especially with being home. Like, we're, like we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, like, are you really like, are, like, what time are you done for the day? Like, how does that work? Like, when are you really right. off of work? Like, you can't be expected to work. Right. It's a problem. It's a problem. Like, how can you, like, right. I, I would be like, how can I not? How can I do this? it? Right. And then I feel like can I... it, that is part of the, um, it kind of goes back to this imposter thing of like, well, if I'm going to cut myself off and be really strict about my hours, that's not how people quote unquote succeed around me. That's not, this is not how I see people doing it around me. Even though I don't care about mm. that, there's this system. I was just going to say, that's like, care? I don't, I don't care about that, but I also think like about the system that I'm working in. Like I am not, yeah. I am, I am not an exception. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. But I, I'm trying to think of a different word because from I feel like from their point of view and again, the people that like project and they're like, well, I work so much. Why doesn't this girl have to? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to ra- remind myself, I can make my own rules, but it's, it's it's very hard to break away from the ideal. Like that's that's mm-hmm. hard to go outside the box because it does separate you from other people and especially you know, and I can't speak for a lot of people who are, you know, career driven because the goal is always to keep moving up, moving up, moving up. And I don't, I don't feel that. I don't have that drive. I just, I like Mm -hmm. enjoying the jobs I have, whatever they are. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I know there's some people that don't understand this at all because they're like, yeah, you have to, you have to follow the rules if you want to keep moving up. That's like the most basic advice we're always given, right? For, I mean, ever since we're little. So when you get older and then especially in the career world, there, there are, you know, unspoken rules that even though they're unhealthy, like you got to work 13 hours because guess what? That guy Mm -hmm. down at his desk, the street, he's working 14. Exactly. (laughs) It's so gross, but that people get wrapped up in that. And so There are some days because you know, what's funny about it. And I will say this, it's, it's not even so much about me, but it's very much like, I don't want to let my coworkers down. Oh yeah. That's very Libra, Tina. It's bullshit. It's ruining my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, in so many ways it's taking away from me, you know? Yeah. But that's the, yeah. So you have to, you have to manage that. Yeah. The give and take of energy there. Yeah. It's my, it's my own fault. <laughs> it's I big. know. It's kind of what Libra is all about. It's garbage. So that's like a big thing that you need to, to learn. Right. And yeah, like you can totally do it. But you know, I think for you, I just feel like you're such a creative person that it's almost like this whole environment is just so off for you. Yeah. And I'm not saying you should like up and quit your job because, <laughs> you know right um nothing I mean, too hasty i'm not just yet that, but i just feel <laughs> but like you are <laughs> i'm not no i'm really not right. I'm so bad no i really <laughs> would never say that but i'm just saying like i feel like it would be a better investment of your energy to like figure out a way to like reclaim that balance um, to have it well yeah and and to feed your 
your the creative si- your side, side yeah your side thing i know the stuff that you love to do yeah because that's something that i feel like I feel like when we have these side things or these interests mm-hmm. that we just like love and want to share, like you have to treat yourself like you, like if you had a small child, you would never tell them not to do the things that they love right. to do. You know, yeah. like with, with Allie, I'm constantly like, do this, like, this is great. Like I make the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, you painted this thing. It's so amazing. Let's take a picture and show everybody right. because like right we need it's to do important. that for yeah too, to just like you said extent, like you don't because... take your own advice I don't either I would tell you this the same yeah. thing you told me <laughs> I would tell you and it's like that's yeah. I feel like that's part of imposter syndrome too sometimes where it's like mm-hmm. it's like sharing is important but like we don't always take the advice we give people because we understand how difficult it can be but it's important to talk mm-hmm. about these things because that that actually helps the process keep moving. So that's why we have Mm -hmm. a podcast. We like to keep things moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think I would say the number one tool, I mean, that helps me in all sorts of ways is um, it's, I guess like a form of meditation, but it's also just like self-talk, like just being your own like best supporter, your own number one cheerleader that reminds yourself of your value and of the things you love and that you're allowed Mm -hmm. to have those and do with them what you will, you know? And I know we'll, it's harder. Of course, it's always harder to do than it is to say, but isn't that fucking most of life? It's all garbage anyway. So let's just keep it going of like, yeah, it's worth. you just have to keep reminding yourself because no one else is going to do it. If you're lucky, someone else in your life will do it, but we don't all have that. You know, we don't all have that constant voice in our life. So we have to do it for ourselves. And that's the only thing that helps me really talking it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Most people don't have someone telling them because most people have abandoned themselves in some way. So it's really hard for them (sighs) to see other people going after what they want for the most part. It's like, and it's not because they're jerks. They're just, it's just, it's painful for them. It's painful. It's like like a huge loss when you let go of something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's funny because I remember I was actually talking, I was actually talking to the teacher that I was talking about earlier. I was talking to her about like the whole astrology thing and, Mm -hmm. And she's like, she's like, I don't know. She's like, can you see yourself? Like, you know, if you were to be a teacher, like, do you feel like you could give up like having this, your business, your astrology? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I feel like I want to cry just thinking about it. Like, I really don't want to give this up, you know? Yeah. And she's like, well, there's your answer. Like you have, this has to be a part of your life. Yeah. So it's like, in in some way that's like, if I let this go, it would end up feeling like a huge loss Mm -hmm. to me. So Same. it's like, it makes sense for me to just keep plugging away, even if it's just a like little bit. two newsletters right. a month. Yes. Yeah. Every little it's thing important. you do contributes. Yeah. And it's like, we're still so young. I mean, we're, th- I'm, you know, we I'm are young. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand we're people young. our age being all like, girl, we are 36, we're 37. So and I was like, yeah, we're mad young. Where I, the fuck are you at? What's wrong with you? I know. It's crazy. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And do you know, you know what, Julia Cameron, she's the woman who wrote The Artist's Way. Do you know that book? I've heard of it, I think. Okay, it's it's I it's very cool. Like... But she always says, like, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or you're 85. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you don't start doing the thing that you love to do, you're just going to get older anyway. Like it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't if matter. you're 50, yeah. you're still going to be 60 in 10 years. Yeah. So are you going to be 60 and still wishing that you like took figure skating lessons right. or are you going to be 60 and like able to, to figure skate? You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, not, that's such a great way to put it. Um, like so simply too. Yeah. yeah. Like who gives a who shit? Gives a like, shit. fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And it doesn't have to be like a big project. Mm -hmm. Like you can just start like, okay, once a week, I am going to Mm -hmm. play with the rhinestones. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, um, yeah, just it is hard. It's hard. Right. I know. That's why we're, of course, it's like, but it's important to hear those things. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, people have to constantly find a way Again, whether it's self-talk or reading other, you know, reading inspirational Mm -hmm. writing from other people or whatever it may be, whatever Mm -hmm. works for you. But like, it's just so valuable to life and existence Mm -hmm. to have those things that you love to do, even if it's in the tiniest way, it's gratifying and fulfilling and it makes you a better person, better mom, better sister, better mother, what, you know, better friend, employee, whatever. It's so important. And then whatever it is, what, whatever it is that you like, like these natural gifts that you bring to this thing mm-hmm. that you love, you know, like you bring that into like exactly what you were saying, like you would bring that into your job yeah. and then your job could be like better. It affects you know, like everything. Yeah. And your family are better. Mm-hmm. It's like there's really, it's, there's no way like you're, it's like a win yeah. all around. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in the meantime, I didn't write a newsletter this week. So I'm talking all this shit. Yeah. You're and- an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of shit. Yeah. No, also, the, I was thinking I'm about just the phrase of imposter <laughs> syndrome. I was like, God, imposter is such a like harsh word. It's always used like, it is a harsh it's used word. like for criminals or imposters. And I'm like, mm-hmm. God, this is, yeah. it's hard, but We're so hard on ourselves. I know it's yeah, really just so like this ourselves. term we put on ourselves of like, not being deserving and not yeah. celebrating our little accomplishments, no matter how small or big, whatever. And, um, but I agree. It's like, just fucking do it. That's, that's like, yeah. I think it's, I, that's the moral of the episode. Yeah. Guys. Just, fucking just fucking do, do it. it. And we're, we're not even going to charge Nike for stealing our tagline. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But oh, this is such a good topic and I feel like it's just <laughs> going to come up uh, like in every episode because it's just, you know, it's a constant struggle, I think, for people in every facet of their life, every age, every what industry, whatever it is. Um, but I'm glad we we talked this one out because I think it's it's always interesting because we do public facing things that mm-hmm. like we we yeah. share our passions publicly and mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. It's it's stressful and it exciting is. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. It makes you grow. I agree. I I, I yeah. feel like if I didn't do this whole like public sharing thing, mm-hmm. I would feel like I don't know. I feel like it stretched me a lot. Yeah. I agree. Cuz it's it's like a healthy yeah. push. Like you don't let it consume mm-hmm. yeah. you the stress of it or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's a healthy mm-hmm. um a healthy way to keep you going. 
Yep. Yeah. I agree. Totally. Awesome. Well, you know what? Um, We're not even going to yeah, do this, this whole, like, yeah, this was so good. The moral of the story is, is you really are good. deserving and you are an inspiration and all of our stories are important because somebody out there will appreciate it and, and need to mm-hmm. hear it. And that's the bottom exactly. line. So there you go. Yeah. Just fucking you do guys it. just fucking do it. And um, <laughs> how, how do people do po- podcasts or like what's the time? <laughs> guys, just fucking do it. If you want to reach out to us with any comments, <laughs> questions, concerns, you can reach us at avoiding the crowd podcast at gmail.com. You can get uh, head over to the anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail. If you have any topic suggestions, anything, find us on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And um, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Tina. This was super yeah. fun. I love this. Topic. I know, me too. It was so great. Episode twelve. Look at us go. Oh wait, thirteen. Is it episode I think so thirteen. Yeah, my bad. Lucky number thirteen. All right, here we go. Awesome. And we're not imposters, we and go. we're amazing. And you guys yeah. are all amazing yeah, we're too. Awesome. So thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>